Hi, I'm Christy. And I'm Trevor. And we're from the same mister. And we have Jason here today, who is not from the same mister. Disclaimer, Disclaimer, I am not from the same mister. He is from a very different mister. This is a very important note to make, yes. And also, he is my partner in crime. (laughs) And also life. And life. And romantic stuff. Yeah. We've been together for seven years, and we wanted to bring you onto the show because you also have very interesting uh, Mr. Stories, and we thought our listeners might like to share, uh, listen to it. It's really interesting. Cool. <laughs> Sorry, I, was, I thought you were going to say something, Trevor. <laughs> I was like, looking at like, are you, do you have input? <laughs> no, yo, like, th- this was... When the story we're going to get to was was kind of unfolding, like you you you're not you were keeping me up to date on ever on it and everything. And uh, at one point, you're like, "Hey, Jason kind of wants to be on the podcast at some point to talk about this." And I thought that was an amazing idea because it, it's like it's not our situation, but it's so close to it that like it it really does just fit in there and it and you know we've always said that like even though that this is a donor sibling podcast it is also just kind of a different family dynamic podcast yeah and also like when it comes to like not knowing your sperm donor not knowing your father they're pretty similar experiences but yeah like with with jason's experience it's one that a lot more people have um Mm -hmm. and what's really interesting spoilers um, you ended up finding your father eventually, kind of through the same way me and Trevor found our siblings. So it's it's a really interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Jason, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like what? What do you want me to? <laughs> what, do, what do you What do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> just tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> what do I want from you? Well, <laughs> uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself currently as a person. Is that way? Our listeners know who you are. I am awesome. You're, you're 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 the host of a pretty cool podcast too. That's true, I guess. I, I <laughs> it's not always plug the pod. I mean, that's what I always tell plug you. the pod. Uh, always, always plug the pod. Always plug the pod. I am. Don't move me. <laughs> uh, I'm 32. I am a huge nerd. I co-host a Marvel and pop culture podcast called Infinity Cast. And, uh, you know, like you guys, I am currently living through hopefully a once in a lifetime pandemic. God, yeah. The the, the once in a life. That's anywho. Continue. Hopefully Sorry. once in a lifetime. <laughs> asterisk. Yeah. Um, but I do you want me to just go into it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's get into it, I guess. So tell me a little bit about your mom. And how she ended up meeting uh, your sperm donor. That's what we call his father, anyway. <laughs> He's not so much a sperm donor as he is a deadbeat dad. Um, <laughs> That's what I call all deadbeat dads. Sperm donors. <laughs> sperm donor. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like a sperm donor, but less classy. It's like we say, like dad <laughs> is a title that's earned, and yeah. otherwise you're just a donor. So he's my uh, per- paternal. Uh, Progenitor. <laughs> good word. Yeah, that good is a, word. That is an a plus word. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, so I I grew up without a dad, and uh, the the way that worked out is uh, he and my mom 
dated, sort of, if you could call it that, vaguely in the 80s while they were co-workers. So they met at work, fooled around. She got pregnant. He was like, that's not my kid. Uh, and eventually when I was born, she brought me into the place where they both worked. And their co-workers sat me and her in his section because he was a server. And essentially he came out and took one look at us and dipped out the back and was never seen again. What? I want to know that part. So, wow. Yeah, actual deadbeat. <laughs> like, like out the back and like that's that's a scene in a movie. I remember <laughs> when you first told me the story, I was like, that sounds so made up. Like that sounds like something from like a movie. Yeah. But like, no, I met your mom and like she said the same thing and I was like, dang, that's so crazy. Like yeah, I mean, I have no reason to suspect she's lying about that part. No, I didn't suspect her lying. Oh, I yeah, suspected no, 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 you no. lying to embellish. No, <laughs> I mean, we were when we were friends and we were talking about how we don't have dads. Fun fact, when me and Jason worked together, when we like, were friends many years ago, uh, it was like Father's Day. And he comes in, he's like, oh, I don't have a dad. Like, just being like joking about it. And I was like, I don't have a dad either. And we like high five. <laughs> <laughs> so It's true, really. That's... We had a no dads club. Yeah. No dads club. <laughs> Only two members. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, when it comes to stuff like that, you kind of have to laugh about it at a certain point. It's how to deal with the trauma. Yeah. Uh, and I, I definitely laughed about it a lot. Mm -hmm. How did it feel overall though? Like growing up knowing that. Uh, fine. I mean, I imagine it wasn't, I mean, okay. So it, you guys didn't grow up with dads, but you have both had, you know, multiple moms, mm -hmm. two mm -hmm. and four moms, two to four moms, <laughs> two uh, to four moms. That's what we should have called this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, my experience was different because I grew up with a mostly single mom. I have a half sister because my mom, you know, later got pregnant again, also by somewhat of a deadbeat. So, you know, I had someone who shared the trauma with me growing up. So that was kind of all right. Uh, my mom, not really great at picking guys. Uh, so that kind of the only like I never really had like any sort of father figure, mm. at least at home. But, you know, I got by. Did you ever want to go find out who he was? Were you ever curious? So not really. Um, I never was specifically interested in him, but I was always curious to see, like, you know, like if I had other half siblings, like I was more interested in like finding out if I had like relatives than I was finding my dad because, you know, he he had his shot, you know, mm -hmm. he yeah. <laughs> he literally <laughs> literally had his shot. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> also, it's a bit traumatic being rejected before you're even a person. So I've got complicated mm. feelings about my wayward sper sperm donor. I'm sure a lot of mm. people could relate to that, honestly. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. It's unfortunate to hear, but it does happen often. And it's like, I'm sure it's heartbreaking. More or less. <laughs> more, more, or more or less. More or less. So what what was it what started this journey to actually finding out who he was and who that side of the family was 
Where did that where did that get in there? So I'm not going to say his name, but I always the the one thing I the two things I knew about my father growing up, I knew his name first and last, mm-hmm. and I knew that he might be from Santa Barbara, California. Is that something my mom vaguely half remembered? But mm-hmm. really, I didn't have a lot of information to go on. And unfortunately, he is like one of the whitest names in the world. <laughs> I would say it's a very common name. It's inc- but yes. incredible. Both. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. He has the most generic white bread sort of name that there's probably thousands of in the state of California. Mm-hmm. Um, so in other words, he, he like by default, he had a good hiding system going on. Yeah, clearly. Hide, hide and seek champion. Nineteen eighty eight to the present. <laughs> I love um, it. Yeah. Um so it's actually kind of funny because your guys' journey and my journey were always a little bit entangled because I am the person that convinced Christy to do the ancestry DNA test that helped her find you guys. Yes. By the he way, was. thank you for that. You're welcome. Yes, thank you, Jason, for literally helping me and changing my life. Uh, if he, you could say you're executive producer of this show, I was about to say that. <laughs> Honestly, if this ever gets to be a movie, I want a producer credit. I'll make sure of it. Sweet. Um, so you did ancestry, and you found a plethora of siblings. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll do Ancestry 2 at the time, and I got nothing. Mm. Besides confirmation that I am indeed, as I always suspected, one of the whitest people alive. <laughs> um, but outside of that, nothing. I mean, I found a bunch of like fourth to sixth cousins, but like... Oh, yeah. yeah. You can't Ancestry really loves showing those. Yeah, they yeah. do. The two closest people that I matched with were my mom and my sister, who I also bought tests for. Not helpful. Uh, mm. um, so I I was discouraged. Mm-hmm. I dropped it. Christy did 23andMe, found more siblings. And last summer, she was like, oh, you have some extra money. Um, before I was furloughed. You have some <laughs> extra money. You should, uh, you should do 23andMe. And I was, you know, kind of like, we've been down this road. Uh, I don't expect to find anything. Uh, you definitely I, went into it with low expectations. So I had to convince you to do Ancestry. You had to convince me to do 23 and Me. <laughs> yes. Two years later. So she's can executive I producer be, of this Yeah, I was episode. about to say, can I be executive producer of whatever it is that you find your family? <laughs> do you make a movie of that? <laughs> sure. If that, it's, it would be a much less interesting movie, I feel. But not uninteresting. No, um, not at all. So I did 23 and Me, and I got my results. And I matched with a paternal first cousin. And I was like, oh, fuck. Holy shit. Wow. First cousin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty direct link. Yeah. I remember you telling me I was so excited for you. My first reaction was, oh, my gosh, when are you going to message him? And Jason just looks at me. He goes, no. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? So let let me get how let me get to how I knew this cousin was definitely legit and why I didn't want to message them. They had the same last name, supposedly, mm. as my dad, 
and they were from Santa Barbara, California. Oh, wow. So I was like, well, I know exactly who this is. I know how we're related. Cool. But I did not want to message him. The reason why I did not want to message him is it was the height of the 2020 election. And I did not want to risk getting any more Trump supporting family members because my mom is a huge <laughs> Trump supporter. You know, I can't knock you for that. Yeah. Yeah, I was already I was already having a complex because I have such a there's such a wide ideological divide between me and my mom that mm -hmm. I just I legitimately didn't want to risk getting yeah. any more Trump supporters that I would have to deal with. Yeah. Like the opportunity to grow your family was there, but you were just scared of it. I mean, like not like not having the connection you've always wanted. Yeah, I guess I Basically, I was like, I'm going to table this until after the election. That was my plan. Mm -hmm. I was just not going to message them. It was a wait and see, you know, see how the election shake shook out. Did, I, I genuinely can't argue that. Like, I'm pretty sure we've said it on the show before that it's like we've lucked out that like <laughs> there have been yeah, no Trump supporter siblings. Or just like siblings that are like close minded or just like don't think the same way as we do like i think you and i got very lucky yeah you guys totally got sense. lucky yeah it's, yeah we're pretty fortunate in that sense like i love my mom but i'm a i am a progressive and uh, yeah we we struggle with that and mm -hmm. especially we were struggling mm -hmm. with that last year because i was spent i spent a lot of time volunteering on the election so i was like okay i'm not gonna message them i'm gonna wait this out I'm not gonna jump the gun uh, but then they messaged me and I was like, oh, oh, shit. Do you remember what they said? Oh, yeah. So they messaged me and they were like, hey, 23andMe says that we're related. I don't know how that is. Uh, do you know how that is? And I was like, well, well fuck, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Yes, I know everything. So I, you know, I, I didn't ignore it. Obviously, I couldn't at that point. So I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, I do know how we were related. Uh, I think your dad's brother lived in Las Vegas at a time. And uh, he's my dad. And he was like, oh, well, what's what's his name? And I said his name and he was like, yep, that's my uncle. Wow. I mean, like, you kind of, like, already knew by that point, but still, like, the other person on the other end being like, yep, that checks out. That's, dang. I'm I'm just like, I wish I could be a fly on the wall of when your cousin found out and, like, yeah. who he was texting and who he was calling when he found out. Because yeah. I'm sure that, like, made waves in the family. Oh, it made, it made many waves. Please tell. <laughs> So as it turns out, I have a rather large paternal family. Um, mm. The brief backstory that I learned is that my paternal grandmother, who's still alive, by the way. Oh, hey, that's yeah. awesome. Cool. Um, she uh, divorced her husband. I think I'm trying to think probably like in the 60s. And she had four kids and she took those four kids and moved to California and she got together with a widower who also had four kids. So it was like a Brady Bunch situation. Brady Bunch. Yeah. Oh my God, it's a Brady Bunch. But like before the Brady Bunch. <laughs> Whoa. And so they. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Predates the Brady Bunch. Um, the progenitor of the Brady Bunch. 
stole my word. I did. It's an A plus word. It's a $10 word. I currently can't afford it. So Trevor can. (laughs) He could take it. Now now we're even. I used it. You used it. We'll never use it again. It's fine. At least on this episode. Okay. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so she, you know, she had four kids of her own and, you know, four stepkids and they have this house in Santa Barbara, California. They still have it. Uh, It's actually mostly owned by one of my other uncles right now, but he lives there with my grandmother and his partner. And uh, it's pretty cool. I actually went out there and I met them and it was nice, but weird, but we're getting ahead of that. That's getting a bit ahead. Spoilers. Yeah. 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 Spoilers. (laughs) Um, So I connected with this cousin and uh, unfortunately this cousin's direct branch of the family uh, are Republican. (laughs) um but they were super excited to like get to know me i at first though i was kind of like hey you know i'm excited to get to know all of you but could you not contact my sperm donor about this because i have complicated feelings about him and uh i you know i don't know if i really feel comfortable that's fair um unfortunately they did tell him oh well Mm. that's okay i kind of get it you know if i had a brother and uh, they had a long lost kid that popped up. I'd probably feel o- obligated to tell that brother. About how long from when they found out who you were did they tell him? They're in the middle of texting. Probably like oh, as soon as he got, he was like, "How do I undo this?" <laughs> so uh, I, uncle, I found someone. What is this? So with within the week, I think, and it wasn't a text. I think, I think my, I'm gonna have to give my uncle's names because there's too many of them. I think my oh, un- no, it, it, oh yeah you just do first names that's fine yeah I think my uncle Jeff legitimately called him and was like hey so my son matched with this boy this 32 year old boy do you know anything about that and my sperm donor was legitimately like I don't even know <laughs> my, my mom's name yeah. No mention of this woman at all. And he's just like, I don't know her. And they're like And then my uncle's like, I didn't I didn't say her name. You clearly know who this person is. <laughs> so he was like, Oh, maybe maybe I know what you're talking about. Well, you definitely didn't get your brains from him. <laughs> no fun. That's mean but probably Again, how has this dude got two comedy movie scenes in his life that don't sound real? <laughs> <laughs> He definitely seems like someone who's lived a life of sorts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he got to live, you know, 32 extra years of it unfettered by offspring. Good for him. No, his loss, truly. <laughs> oh, truly, <laughs> truly. Completely. Because I'm great. You are great. Thank you. I think so, too. <laughs> so during this whole process of you finding family, now, here's the thing. I was with you during this time. And you were? Uh, yeah. We're oh. roommates, oh, yeah. partner. Um, <laughs> but I just had, like, I remember you during this time, like, you would tell me, like, oh, yeah, I found a cousin. And I'd be the one getting all excited. And you're like, okay. He, he messaged me. I'm going to reply. <laughs> like, you were very flat. I guess, how were you feeling during that time? I was tempering expectations. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, I have complicated feelings yeah. about this family not necessarily the people but i mean at least my sperm donor um so 
yeah, you know, I was kind of just like, I was not letting myself get too excited because I don't know. Mm-hmm. They like these. I don't know these people. They might not want to have anything to do with me. And that's true. And I think the one thing that really surprised me was how genuine and open they were to you right when they met you. Like, I I could see some families just being like, who is this person who says they're our family? Like, I don't want to talk to them, but they welcomed you completely. At yeah. From what I, I at least at least the ones that I've met so far. So uh, the best part of this story is that news of this all broke the basically leading into my grandmother's 90th birthday weekend. Oh, wow. So like the Thursday before that weekend, and I guess the majority of this family is flying out to California to be with my grandmother, COVID be damned. Um, but the Thursday night before this big, just week weekend long celebration of my grandmother, who's like the matriarch of this family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just get an avalanche of Facebook ads. Oh no. Mostly <laughs> mostly from people who share the same last name as my as my sperm donor. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh my god, I know." And people were messaging me and people were very excited and uh you know, I love that. Yeah. Because I love attention. <laughs> um, do you, Jason? I do. Do you? I do. Uh I do. <laughs> I really do. Um, <laughs> he really does. I, he really does. Um, is there some? But there's something interesting about being the talk of a family gathering of a family that didn't know you existed for three decades. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it, it was it was really interesting. Uh, I was you know I was in contact with some of my uncles. Um, one of my cousins who does not have social media. She's probably my favorite cousin so far. Uh, her name is Bria. She's great. I The thing that she doesn't like social media, that kind of weirds me out. Also, she's a very bad texter. So if she hears this, text me back. She's, he's still waiting for your reply, Bria. It's been three months. Where are you? <laughs> You're not wrong, actually. <laughs> that was just a guess. She's great. She's got a lot going on. She's awesome. Um, mm. She like had a friend message me her phone number on Instagram. And like we chatted like going into that weekend and it was it was really great and uh that's cool that's really neat yeah i thought so so as you can imagine this weekend was probably not great for my sperm donor because everyone knew that he fucked up oh god so apparently he showed up to this this family gathering very defensive and basically being like, I didn't do anything wrong. And my cousin Bria apparently put him in his place a little bit about that and was like, <laughs> you did a bad thing and we know you did a bad thing. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, good for her, though. Oh, I mean, no. I Yeah, yeah. I, I really pre- I appreciated it. Because, like, yeah, how do you just go about your whole life not even trying to make contact? And it's like he might have been in denial, but like he clearly remembered my mom's name, which is Mm. impressive because he's, you know, not to air his dirty laundry too much, but he is an addict. Like he's, you know, he struggled with like alcoholism since the late 80s. So the fact that my mom's name was still rattling around in his head, a girl that he didn't even really date 30 years ago, like he he knew clearly Mm. that I was a thing that existed in the world. 
Yeah. It kind of shows that you can't run away from things forever. Eventually it will come back to you. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise, motherfucker. Surprise. (laughs) That you thought you'd seen the last of me. Basically, yeah. Um, so that was fun. It was, it was interesting because, you know, I'm, I've become close with like two of my uncles and, and that one cousin and they were all very excited. Actually, I mean, still the family, like even the ones that I'm not close to yet, and I haven't had the opportunity to meet, like everyone seems vaguely excited that, uh, that's that's cool. I'm a thing that exists. That you exist in this world. That I exist and literally none of them knew about it. I love that for you, honestly. Yeah. And like, gosh, like, I, I love your mom and your sister, but there is something like wonderful that happens when you do get to like be with other family and see other parts of where you came from. And especially when mm-hmm. those parts seem really genuine and sweet and nice. It's, it's yeah. lovely. Yeah. Every, and, every, yeah. And wanting to meet you like that. That's, that's, that's amazing. That's awesome. I really do love that. Yeah. No, I, I do too. Um, and I'll get into this now, but uh, I went on a 10 day long solo road trip in September just to kind of clear my head because, you know, I've been furloughed. I've been at home kind of just doing what I needed to get out mm-hmm. and going on a road trip by myself was the easiest way. Like I can socially distance. I'm mostly in a car by myself. Um, I, I listened to a lot of the Lord of, Ring- Lord of the Rings audiobooks. Hell yeah. <laughs> I finished I finished Fellowship in one go and I made a dent in uh two towers. So felt pretty good about that. But on my on my trip, I stopped in Santa Barbara and I stayed with uh my grandmother and my uncle. Well, one of my uncles. How I have mm-hmm. I have so many uncles. Um um <laughs> uh, it was my uncle Chris. But yeah, it was great. Um, you know, I showed up. They have this, you know, beautiful old home uh, in the hills, like outside of um, Carpinteria, which is pretty close to Santa Barbara. And, you know, I kind of got there at dinner time. They made me dinner and like we just kind of chatted. And my grandmother was kind of suspicious of me at first. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, who is this man? Who's this boy? Who is this boy? Who is this 32 year old? Dashing kid, young man. Young man with <laughs> with modern sticky uppy hair. Uh, <laughs> but she was yeah, she was a little, you know, she was a little she's she's 90. She doesn't really oh. know about DNA matching technology. She's sharp for 90 though. Coach, yeah. She's, Spoilers, I ended up meeting her later. She's lovely. Tutu's incredibly sharp. Tutu. She's she's an icon. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, she's she's very sharp for her age. And but she you know, she was like, why do I have a secret grandson that I didn't know about? And is he and is he after my son's money? Spoilers. Her son does not have money. Um, So no (laughs) problem there. there. (laughs) So we're we're good on that front. Um, But no, it was really it was, you know, it was really, really nice getting to spend time with her. And getting to meet my uncle Chris and his partner John, who's an incredibly awesome man. He's like he's a Renaissance man. He's like a singer and a doctor, and he cooks, and he's he's great. That's awesome. They're all great. Um, It was really you know it was was the highlight of my my ten day road trip. The low light, unfortunately, is I also had made plans to meet my sperm donor. 
Oh, really? Yeah. So I had gotten his phone number, um, I think through one of my uncles, um, before I left on my trip. And I called him, and he missed my call. And then he called me back. It was maybe like 7 p.m. And we had like a five-minute conversation. He was drunk. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Which, you know, I he's got an issue. And also nerves, I imagine. I was nervous too. Um, it wasn't an unpleasant phone call or anything. I mean, he did make me feel a little weird. He said he was still in love with my mom. And I was like, you don't fucking remember my mom. Barely. Mm. Probably. Um, but I had told him, hey, you know, I'm going to be passing through your area on my trip and I don't have time to stay there overnight. But, you know, if you wanted to meet up during the day and like get a meal and talk, I'd be open to that. And he agreed. So that is where I was going to go after I stopped in Santa Barbara. But when the day came, his phone was off and I could not get a hold of him. Mm. And mm. that was a bummer. You know, yeah, I I, tr- I did I did my due diligence and I tried to get a hold of him, but I couldn't get a hold of him, so I changed my plans. Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. That's okay. I know that's it, still that's just I mean, like base level, anyone does that they they're shitty. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like, like even if just... it isn't your your sperm or anything like that, anybody. I got plans made with you. Phone off, not answered. That's a shitty thing to do. Like, it's obvious that your sperm donor has some demons that he is having a lot of trouble facing, but it's just so, so shitty to just not follow through with something like that. Like, the least you can do for someone that you have not seen in 32 years is show up to have a meal with them when they ask. And, yeah, it's heartbreaking. But also, didn't he try contacting you back during that trip? So he did. I -hmm. I had adjusted my plans and I basically, instead of driving through like northern Nevada and purposely going through the Reno area, which is where he lives, I was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to drive up the coast vaguely. And uh, I went to San Mateo to see a friend and then to San Francisco to sleep for the night. And I am almost to San Mateo, California, and he calls me like three times and I'm driving, so I don't answer. He leaves me three voicemails. They are all the same. Uh, They're basically, you know, apologizing, saying that he got the week wrong. He thought it was the following week. And then like basically kind of, you know, pleading with me to drive down to Santa Barbara and stay there for the weekend and he would meet me there and then we could hang out for the weekend mm. um but i had already changed my plans and yeah. kind of the point of this trip was to do things on my terms mm-hmm. which is why i you know i didn't stay very long in santa barbara it's why i wanted to meet him in passing uh i i wanted to do this you know if i was going to do this i wanted to do it on my terms mm-hmm. and As you should. And he very desperately seemed to want to do things on his terms. Uh, But he's done things, you know, he's done things his entire life on his terms is my Mm -hmm. understanding. So I, you know, didn't feel comfortable doing that. Preach. Preach. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But no, it's true. And I'm part of me is kind of glad you stuck to your guns on that. Because like, because I know you, Jason, like you will 
bend for people that time. you care about all the time. Um, but when it came to this, like, yeah, no, it makes sense. Like, you should be able to call terms on this how you want to. And I did. I mm-hmm. I wavered momentarily. And uh, shout out to my uncle that I haven't mentioned yet, my uncle Jim, who lives in Arizona. He is my eldest uncle. Uh, and he's been very, very kind to me. And I actually called him and we had a conversation about it. And he encouraged me to, you know, if if I felt like I should do things on my terms to stick with that and to not bend to my sperm donor's will. Uh, and I appreciated that. It was really nice to hear. So that's what I did. I enjoyed the rest of my trip. Went to San Francisco, drove through actual Mordor because it was during the fires in Oregon. Oh, I drove through Oregon. Boy. I went yeah, to went we to, had a fight about that. We one. did have a fight about that one. <laughs> it was fine. I didn't I didn't see any fire. There was a lot of smoke. No fire um, for me personally. I went to Seattle uh, and then I, you know, I went back to California and then I drove back to Nevada. It was a good trip. But yeah, that was an emotionally complicated portion of my trip. 100 percent. Yeah. But the highlight, you got to meet paternal family. That was wonderful to you. Yeah. To meet your uncle and your grandmother. And they're fantastic people. Yeah. And uh, I've gone back to Santa Barbara semi-recently and seen them again. I took Christy. Yeah, I went. uh, I got to see their beautiful house. Yeah, they they were going out of town. And my uncle Chris was like, hey, do you want to just come stay here and have full full reign of the place? For like, and it was. It happened to be during Valentine's Which, Day by weekend. The way, doing that, to, asking someone to do that that you've only known for like a few months, like wow. Well, they actually had offered it to me the first time when I drove up there oh, on my wow. trip because they were going out of town then too. That's right. Oh my. Um, but I didn't feel comfortable yet because I didn't know them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there. But yeah, when they. But off- again, it just kind of shows how open they were to you. Yeah. Like as soon as they found out you were family, it's like, oh, you are, you are absolutely family now. And yeah. we're going to treat you like that. Well, my, my I uncle, love that. My uncle Chris too. is like that. He's he's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Well, like, like I definitely think like that, Christy, you and I like really hard relate on that because like as soon as we find a sibling, it's just like, listen, like you can, you if you don't want to be part of this, that's fine. But if you do, like your family, like that's just how it is. Like, yeah, like family's family, you know, and we're yeah. always going to treat our siblings as such. Like, yeah. So I really, I really love that this part of your paternal family did that i i that's fantastic yeah no i do i do too it was a a relief (laughs) how did your mom feel when she found out that you got in contact with your paternal family considering she was a single mom who raised you and your sister and your family wasn't very big how did she feel finding out that um your family grew uh i mean i think she's happy for me my mom doesn't emote very well uh, but she, she, I think she's, I think she's happy for me that I'm, I'm happy about it. And she's pretty cool with me, like getting to know my paternal family. I think she, I think her sticking point is, I don't think she ever wants me to really have a relationship with my sperm donor. Um, fair enough. Or she wants an apology. Also fair. Oh, she, I don't, I don't blame her on that one. hundred percent. Yeah. Support. No. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably. <laughs> Where is it? No. <laughs> I don't think there's much support. Yeah, there. I was about to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think she I think she would feel weird if I had ended up having a relationship with him. Um, but I mean, I still don't know if I want a relationship with him. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, we have each other's phone numbers and that's wild. Yeah, it is wild. It's pretty wild. But after I'd, you know, kind of decided that I wasn't going to go down there that weekend, like I haven't heard from him. Uh, and I know when his birthday is now. And a couple weeks after that incident was his birthday. And I thought really hard about, you know, giving him a call or like shooting him a text or something for his birthday. And then I was like, well, he's never called or texted me on my birthday. So, I mean, fair, yeah. man. So fair. Yeah. Gosh, you have such a good heart. See, this is like, <laughs> you're like, oh, I should send him a happy birthday. Like, and then I have to remind myself to be a dick. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> you have to remind yourself, like, wait a minute. <laughs> this guy wasn't in my well, life for 32 years. Why do I want to say happy birthday to him? Yeah. Arguably, he is still not. Mm, yeah, yeah, true. that's true. So, like, overall, though, like, how. How are you feeling now kind of like, because you are kind of like on the other side of this now where it's like you've settled into like the, it's not an everyday thing. Like, I'm sure there's days where you're like, you don't completely think about it. It's just kind of there in the back of your head. Like, how are you feeling about this experience? I mean, I think it's a good story. I think, I think (laughs) (laughs) Jason lives off being able to tell good stories to people. I, I do. And you know what? I think in a normal year, in a normal year, not 2020, mm-hmm. uh, it would have been like the headline. Jason yeah. discovers family. Um, yeah. But it just, you know, kind of gets buried under the fact that yesterday or last year was a ridiculously crazy year for everyone, mm-hmm. myself yeah. included. But it is still one of the best things that happened to me last year. And I feel pretty good about it. You know, I have two uncles that I talk to semi-regularly who seem to really like me. I actually got to meet my uncle Jim, who's the one that lives in Arizona recently because he was traveling through Las Vegas to visit my dad and then traveling uh, back through Vegas to go home. So like we had dinner on his way up and then on his way back, we got breakfast. I, you know, I took, I took him out downtown. I showed him around a little bit and uh, you know, it was nice. So like I have two fatherly figures that that's why i can kind of you know rely on a little bit mm-hmm. who want to be involved in my life and that's definitely more than i had and i have a cousin who is very bad at texting but <laughs> i really like her uh and then i have a bunch of family that i just haven't met yet because you know we're in a pandemic yeah um but, but he will eventually want to meet yeah i mean i have you know i have the initial cousin that I, I contacted, like he has a brother and a sister and I've talked to all of them a little bit. And, Shout know. out to that initial cousin, by the way. Yeah. Because like, Johnny, I still wonder how long it would have taken Jason to reach out if it wasn't for you. Johnny fucking solved the riddle of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he was the only person in his entire family to get 23 and me, but uh, f- fucking good show, mate. <laughs> um, thank you for doing that <laughs> but yeah like you know i have him and two other two other cousins from that branch of the family and an uncle there that i haven't met and like that's and they live in santa barbara so next time i go to santa barbara i do want to meet them it's just i'm now just fully vaccinated so you know mm-hmm. um it's spoilers i was very cautious whenever i was around my grandmother i got tested before going out there because she is a 90 year old woman and i do and not she had gotten vaccinated and she she had gotten vaccinated by the second time I went out there, mm-hmm. not yeah. the first time yeah, not because the, first the, the vaccine time. was not out mm-hmm. yet. So, yeah, um, 
it's interesting. You know, I've, gave, I've gained some stable new family and there's some family yet to be explored. So, uh, I feel pretty good about it. It's a complicated thing to explain, but yeah. I most, mostly positive to answer your I'm, question. I mean, that's good. I'm glad, like, when, when, when Chris told me that there was, you know, connections happening there, you know, you've, you've talked to me before, like, about what happened with your dad and everything like that. And I was like, I really hope something good comes out of this because like, I know you, you, I knew what your feelings were before that. And so to be on the other side of it and the fact that you do have some really awesome family members and excited to meet other family members, you got something good out of this. I love that. I'm so happy for you for that. Thanks. I'm happy for me too. (laughs) Because legitimately, I, I mean, I, after not getting anything out of Ancestry, I was not expecting anything mm-hmm. out of 23 Me. Mm-hmm. It makes me wish that, that like, good. they had one DNA database. <laughs> Basically, we're still waiting for our sponsorship with 23andMe and Ancestry. Right? We're still waiting like, for that. I may or may not have contacted you before the show up. even existed. <laughs> yeah, we, we just keep telling people, please buy these things so you can find <laughs> out family that might exist out there. 23andMe, <laughs> you can be plugged on this pod. That premieres occasionally. Sometimes. <laughs> nice. Hey, I'm always excited when it pops up in my podcast feed. Yeah. Well, well, I'm happy to hear that. Um, well, yeah. Uh, the, you, you got any any last thoughts you, you guys want to talk about? Because I, I I got the story. I, I'm 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 informed. I, I'm so I'm happy. For you Jason. have been I, informed. <laughs> I've been informed. <laughs> Jason, do you have any final thoughts for anyone? Who might be in your shoes you know maybe not necessarily like me and trevor like actual sperm donor conceived kids but maybe de facto sperm donors yeah there you go <laughs> Dispa- de facto um dis- displaced conceived children that's very long sentence. <laughs> those are a lot yeah, of we're words gonna, we're gonna need to abbreviate that one yeah <laughs> that's a lot of words for just traumatized children uh no i'm <laughs> kidding any last words that you would like or any advice you could give people like that um i mean you know everyone deals with it differently it's not like i was the only person growing up that you know didn't have a dad um despite having like weird complicated feelings about having a dad i'm glad that i did 23 and me because it you know it i mean it it's not it would not be inaccurate to say that it has changed my life in a meaningful capacity so i would say like what have you got to lose besides maybe like a hundred dollars sponsorship 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 no i mean i i think it's i think it's worth checking out like it's always like it's better to know if you can find out and like learn things about your family that you don't know and family doesn't have to be just parents or that yeah. it could be cousins yeah uncles, no like aunts, whatever like you can find out a lot of cool things like parts of yourself just through those families so yeah it's interesting now i actually have family members that i can be like oh yeah i sort of look like that person because i don't look anything like my mom <laughs> that is true you do resemble more of your paternal family yeah like i i i look a little bit like my uncle chris and my uncle jim yeah, I'd but the that. question is: Is do they all take a picture with the blue steel look? <laughs> no, <laughs> that is an iconic Jason look. Yeah, that's that's all me. 
<laughs> okay, okay. I didn't know um, if that was like a bloodline thing. <laughs> but yeah, to, to sum up what I was saying, even if you feel some kind of way about finding your wayward sperm donor or father, uh, I would recommend trying it out because, you know, you might be surprised and you might find some family that you are genuinely interested in knowing. I like that. And what's better than growing a family? Like, not like a baby, but like growing family members. <laughs> <laughs> I realized like as I was coming, I was like, oh, I don't know. Not that. But just like Dis- adding more family members. Discovering. Discovering more family. There, there we you go. Because yeah. I'm a, I've been a big proponent of like found family. Like not biological found family, but like I kind of made my own family of friends and close acquaintances. Uh, and now I've actually done that, but with, you know, people I'm blood related to. So mm-hmm. it, it's interesting. Well, thank you so that. much for coming on and sharing your yeah, story. Yeah, thank you. It's a little different, but also kind of similar to what our other siblings have gone through in us. So thank you. You're welcome. Plug your podcast one more time. Oh, yeah. If you want to if you want to follow me on any social media, it's at JTeamJason. And if you want to listen to my podcast, it's called Infinity Cast, spelled infinite A cast. And you can find it on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, really, really anywhere. Uh, we talk about Marvel and pop culture. It's really good. and You should check it out. It's fun to listen to. Yeah, not gonna lie. It's pretty, pretty great. <laughs> we're only slightly biased but you know still <laughs> listen to it. um but yeah jason thank you so much for being on the show uh that is going to do it for this week's episode if you enjoyed this episode the best way to support this show is by leaving a review on your podcast service of choice uh, and by telling your friends about it uh if you know people who might be interested in this kind of story or if you just know other you know, people who look at or discovering family got donor siblings something like that let me know about the podcast. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter to keep up to date on it at f- the same mister. I almost screwed it up. It's at the same mister. I always do that one. And uh, <laughs> if you have any uh, questions or topic suggestions, you can send those into from the same mister at gmail.com. So until next week, we're from the same mister. Bye.